Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Ask Sharifa. I'm your host, Sharifa Hardy, and we have a very special guest for you today. But before we introduce our guest, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to do what I always ask you to do, and that is to share this interview, because our guests are here to not only answer your questions, but to share information with you. And friends, don't let friends miss out on Ask Sharifa. So go ahead and hit that share button. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to ask them in the comments section and I'll pass them along to our guests. Now, in speaking to our guests, she has a lot going on, but she is holding an event that I am definitely interested in, and that is a cruise for millionaire divas. But we're going to allow her to talk a little bit about that. Good morning. Good afternoon, Zamara. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Sharifa? I am excellent. Yes, our guest is Zumara Maria, and she's going to share a lot of information about success and wealth. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay, so my name is Zumara Maria Teixeira de Lima, and I am a educator by training, and I also run my own business, Roots and Wings. And in Roots and Wings, I have three signature programs, and one of them is Millionaire Divas, the one you mentioned. The other one is Abrazos of Gratitude and Appreciation. And the third one is Reclaiming Your Divinity. And in all three of those programs, I've developed different strategies and different ways for people to either bring more gratitude into their lives, bring more abundance into their lives, or get a stronger and deeper spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the changes that people will see by bringing more gratitude into their life? Gratitude. I do um, abrazos of gratitude and appreciation, and I do them every year from September 15th to October 15th, which is Latino Heritage Month. And I send out abrazos from your divine self every day to my email list. And, on, and I also post them to Facebook and other places where people see them. And during that month, I do specific abrazos based on gratitude and appreciation. And then I put together these gratitude and appreciation books with affirmations and affirmations. And I help people get a deeper sense of gratitude and create a gratitude practice. And gratitude allows you to then uh, see your life in a different way, get a different perspective for people who are struggling. When they find that they find things to be grateful for, they have more and more things come to them that they can be grateful for. And sometimes if you're in that snarky place and you need to get out of it or you're feeling like you're in a funk, I tell people always start with gratitude because it is the one thing that will lift your mood on a regular daily basis. And I have people start their day with gratitude or end their day with gratitude. I have a gratitude um, dicho or a gratitude quote. And then I have an affirmation and an affirmation that goes with that. And my, I have six books online on Amazon, which are my gratitude guidebooks that people can get. And they actually have places in there. Some of them are just the affirmations and affirmations. For those people who want to deepen their practice, I also have a, a guidebook, which is like a, um, a gratitude journal mm-hmm. with some journal prompts and stuff that people can do. So what was it along your path and along your journey that t- took you to decide that you want to write about gratitude and have that as an aspect of your business? 
Well, when I was doing, when I first started doing coaching and people would come to me and I do personal, professional, and creative growth coaching for peak performance. And when people would first come to me, the very, and I would start working with them. One of the things that I always did, because I find, of course we teach what we need to learn. And I, I found out for myself that I couldn't get out of my cycle of Mm -hmm. this isn't working, this isn't working until I got out of that cycle. And you have to do something to break that, that uh, negative voice in your head or the voice that's telling you you can't do it. You have to just do something to break your pattern, right? Because if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to keep getting the same results. So when people would come to me looking for different results Mm -hmm. and they were stuck in a pattern, I would tell them, try gratitude try gratitude. I tried it and it worked and it gets you out of that pattern. And once you get out of that pattern, a lot of other things are easier to do. But if you're still stuck in that cycle um, of thinking that things aren't going to work or woe be to me or life never works out for me, whatever mantra you're telling yourself, if you don't find a way to break out of it and just find something to be grateful for, you, you have a hard time getting out of that cycle. So to me, that's what brought me to gratitude. I had to learn that and I now teach it because I find it's the bottom foundational step. The more you're grateful, the more you have to be grateful for. And so by giving thanks to everything you've already manifested, to everything that's already been given to you, you find that you manifest more and you're given more. Yes. And you said one of the things that you mentioned is try gratitude. So often when we go to a coach or a mentor and ask for assistance, their response is try this or try that. And sometimes we don't understand the how to, to what they want us to try. I mean, is there a specific step? I know you have the book, the guidebook on gratitude. But what are some of the aspects that a person needs to do when they try gratitude? I think the very first thing you need to do is just take a deep breath and say thank you. You know, thank you to whoever you believe in. Thank you to your God. Thank you to your spiritual power. Thank you to your higher power, whoever that is for you. I have people start by taking a deep breath and then I have them do affirmations and affirmations. Now an affirmation is when you affirm, and and when you affirm something, you're basically saying, um, and I'm going to show you, this is a page from my gratitude book, and I'll give you just an example. Um, the abrazo or the, or the quote is, to increase your blessings, love and appreciate the blessings you have already been given, no matter how big or small. Now, that's the quote. The affirmation is every day and every day in every way, I appreciate all the little things in my life, give thanks for all the big things in my life, and, and I'm grateful for everything in between. Mm-hmm. The affirmation is, why do I have so many blessings, big and small, in my life? Mm-hmm. And the affirmation is to get your brain to start thinking in a different way. Because when you ask your brain a why question, it starts looking for the answer. So once you say, why do I have so many blessings, big and small, in my life? Then all of a sudden, your brain starts thinking, mm, why do you have so many blessings? And it helps you, it lifts your mood, and it helps mm-hmm. you get out of that funk, and it helps you just sleep a little bit better or stand a little bit straighter. So I suggest that people do the gratitude, the affirmation. It takes less than a minute 
a right. deep breath, say the affirmation, uh, say the quote, a deep breath, do the affirmation, a deep breath, do the affirmation. Mm -hmm. And you find that it just lifts your mood. It makes you feel better. And from there, everything flows. You start off with a good day or you end with a good day. And it just takes you about 60 seconds. Okay. So with the affirmations and affirmations, one of the things that you mentioned is you start with a good day or you end with a good day. Sometimes we get caught in the technicalities. Do you recommend doing them in the morning, afternoon? Is there a preference that you would say? You know, I recommend that people do them whenever they're having a hard time. So I, because that's what I do. So I just take a deep breath and I give thanks. If, if I'm driving on the freeway and traffic is getting too much and I notice that my blood pressure is going up and I'm getting a little bit annoyed with drivers, I take a deep breath, I calm myself and I just say thank you. Mm -hmm. Right? And then I find that everything else you can then get yourself grounded and you're good to go. I have people start with a good day because you're not always going to have things with you. Although these are eBooks and they're down and they're downloadable. So you're, so they're on your phone. Mm -hmm. um, I suggest to people that if they get my daily abrazos, that they put them in a folder on their uh, phone and mm -hmm. on their email. So that if you find yourself waiting for somebody mm -hmm. and you're getting impatient because they're not there and you're just getting yourself agitated, open them up and read a couple of them, right? Just lift your mood. So yeah, I do suggest that people, when you find yourself in that state sometime during the day, taking a deep breath and saying thanks can really make a difference. If you've downloaded the books and you have them, open it up on Kindle and just do a couple of pages. You find that your mood will shift automatically mm -hmm. just by giving thanks and just so reminding yourself that you really are blessed yes how did you discover this how did you decide to make a career out of this were you always in this industry no i have not always been in this industry you know i'm a um i'm a full-time educator started my career off as a teacher i worked as a professor for a while i've worked as an administrator and i still have a job as an administrator in the cal state system i do this because it's my passion and i have been following my passion for about 10 years now that i started roots and wings and been following my passion i have taken different trainings i've trained with um mike dooley and become an infinite possibilities facilitator. And I've done various trainings around Reiki and around crystals. And I bring all that into my practice. And I, I am called to do this work. And my Millionaire Diva story is one of those stories where I wasn't even thinking about doing Millionaire Divas. Mm -hmm. I was actually working on my Reclaiming Your Divinity curriculum. Okay. And I took a couple of days off to go up to Tahoe. We have a timeshare. My husband and my son were going to go hiking. And I said, you know, I'm going to tag along because I want to finish this curriculum. I took a couple of days off of work and just go up there, lay out in the sun and do a little bit of work on, um, on this curriculum. And it was the end of May. And we get up to Tahoe and it snows. I was like, oh, my God. Knowing, I guess I'm not going to be hanging around at the pool, and so I'm. So they went hiking, and I'm in the condo, and I'm working on this curriculum, and all of a sudden, I got a little bit sleepy, and I woke up, and it was like I'm hearing this voice saying, "You're working on the wrong thing," and mm -hmm. I started just what was coming to me was this Millionaire Divas curriculum, mm 
And in about eight hours, the whole thing just kind of downloaded. I went into this zone and the whole thing just laid out and I was just absolutely positively impressed. And I put it out there. Um, at the end of May, when I came out, I put it out there. I was going to do a beta program. It filled up quickly. And I had mm -hmm. people call me and say, can I, can I still join? I didn't make the cutoff because I was only doing 15 people max because it was going to be my beta. Mm -hmm. And sometime in the middle of June, I had this like crazy thought of, why am I doing a Millionaire Divas program? I haven't even manifested my millions yet, right? And then the thought it came and it went and I'm like, not even going to go there. And I was going to start, my start date was the middle of J July, Saturday in the middle of July. And that Wednesday, my husband, who's a um, IRS, uh, he's a tax preparer. He was down mm -hmm. at an IRS forum in San Diego with his sister. And they started looking up, she's a real estate agent and they looked up our properties and he's in the middle of the night, he's sending, and he didn't even know that I had this thought. He's sending me these texts in the middle of the night showing us what our properties are worth. And I'm reading them, I'm thinking, dang, looking <laughs> at what we're worth and looking at what we owe, I write back to him, I'm like, gosh, we're worth about a million bucks. And he goes, yeah, we're worth about a million. I was like, wow, it was actually meant to be. I mean, everything just, you know, they talk about the universe alliance, everything just aligned. Mm -hmm. And the abrazos and the gratitude was, again, sort of the same thing. I was following my passion, looking for something to do um, constantly teaching and working with people and found that gratitude was the way and then this whole abrazos and affirmations and affirmations came to me while i was flying back from mike dooley's training i was trying to think okay i learned all this stuff where where am i going to go with it and where's gonna you know what's my niche going to be and gratitude came to me as that's going to be what you start with and that's going to be your niche and so that's what i followed and you created a guidebook and, and, I created a, and the guidebook is just absolutely incredible um it's just 30 quotes with the affirmations and the affirmations mm -hmm. and not only that but there's a page in there where you can put things and i suggest to people because we take a lot of baby steps right as we're working through our businesses growing our businesses being entrepreneurial getting to the next level, doing whatever it is we're doing, we take a lot of baby steps. And a lot of times we don't give ourselves credit for baby steps. So there's, right. a, there's a page, every fourth page is a blank page for you to put quips and quotes and anything notes. And I suggest to people, when you go to a conference and you get a little badge, right? And it has your name and you're gonna throw it away, keep that badge, write a little thank you note on the back of it or write mm -hmm. something good that happened and then just paste it in your gratitude book. You don't have to do anything else, but just that act of pasting it in there or you get the receipt from something and you had a great time. You went to a movie. It was awesome. You have the little stub, write something on the back of the stub, just even if it's thanks for the experience and put it in your book mm -hmm. or anytime you meet with somebody or you do something or you, you know, you go out and you had a little business lunch and it helped advance you in some way to 
just write a little reminder because at the end when you start looking back at your year and what you've done you're like wow I've really done a lot and a lot of times we don't have a way to keep track of that and we don't have a way to measure it and so we don't understand how much we've actually done in order to get to where we're going so, yeah, so a gratitude guidebook yeah. is a perfect way to, to remember all those different things. Now, you briefly spoke about the Millionaire Divas. Can you give us a little bit of information? Is that a group? Is that a club? I was talking specifically about the crew. So what do you have going on? So Millionaire Divas, I started, so that was like way back in 2012, 2013, I think mm -hmm. when I first did it. And then I was holding group, and I would hold groups in my home. And, the, and women would come together and it would just be a sign up. It's not really a club. I call it a Millionaire Divas Club, but it's mm -hmm. not a club you sign up for. I have a... I have a Facebook page that people can go to when they're part of the Divas and I put out information regularly and then I do the workshops and I do, I was doing six half day workshops mm -hmm. and people would come to my home and we would do, we would do a lot of things. We worked a lot on our limiting beliefs. We worked a lot on understanding what those are and how do you break through them. We worked a lot on how do you create your path to a million. Um, mm -hmm. I, tell people a lot you can't get to a million unless you have a plan to get to a million because everything is created twice once in your mind when you create it and once in reality because if you've never thought of it you never get there if you never think I'm gonna be a millionaire or I'm gonna make a million dollars you're never gonna do it you have yes. to somehow think it before you can do it so once you have your path to a million, we talk about, well, how are you going to get there, right? So this is your business. And how do you see your business making enough money to actually get you there? What is it that you're going to do? Where are you going to invest? What are you going to um, put your money into? We also talk a lot about having a purpose for your money because mm -hmm. money comes to you when you have a purpose. Money just doesn't flounder out there. And... I have people think of their purpose in four different ways. I have them think of how are you going to give back to the people that helped you? How are you going to support those causes that are near and dear to your heart? Be it causes around animals, domestic violence, homelessness. All of us have something that touch us dearly that if I had enough money, I would like to open up a soup kitchen, open up a halfway house, open up an opportunity for, open up a way to take care of animals, whatever it is. So if people think about what is it that you're calling? What is it that's calling to you? Mm -hmm. um, and then I have people think about how are you going to pay it forward in a way that nobody knows it's you? This is not your glory. This is not your spot. This is in the background. You're going to do something for somebody, a cause, a group, whatever it is that touches your heart, but you're going to be in the background and you're not going to be in the forefront of doing it. And then how are you going to have fun? Because if you're not having fun in life and if you're not laughing and you're not having a good time, then it's all for naught, right? So I have them think of those things. Those are some of the activities that we do. We work a lot on limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. like money grows on trees. Um, I know that we hear a lot when we're young, money doesn't grow on trees. Mm -hmm. So I have my group draw money trees, money grows on trees. And I have a little money grows on trees tramp. 
Mm -hmm. And I have everybody chant, money grows on trees, money grows on trees, money, 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 money grows on trees. And we chant and we draw money trees and we, because you have to, you have to flip it, right? Because as long as you believe that money is hard to come by, guess what? Money is hard to come by. So right. I give you a lot of those little strategies on, on uh, money goes on trees and we talk about your businesses and we talk about your path and we bring gratitude into it every session starts with a gratitude session and starts with a med and we end with a meditation on helping yourself get grounded and helping you instill those beliefs and then on my facebook page i post um, resources, quotes, quips, and a lot of little things like that, just to keep people affirming and getting them to understand that you have to flip those beliefs because the more beliefs you have about money and that, that aren't positive, the harder it is for you to call money to yourself mm -hmm. because you're constantly holding yourself back. Absolutely. If you are just now tuning in, we are speaking with Zumara Maria, and we are discussing not only gratitude and her books that are available on Amazon, but we are discussing the Millionaire Divas and the Millionaire Divas Cruise. We have quite a few people in the chat room, Sherry, Alfred, Daniel, Tammy, Lucinda, Ronald, Dion, Stephanie, Tony, Quite a few people in here. Lucinda, Lucinda says, I love the chant. I remember when we did it at the chamber meeting. Yes, yes, we did. We did it at the chamber meeting. I did a Money Grows on Trees chant at the chamber meeting. Um, mm -hmm. Daniel was presenting on his book that night, and he had been part of my Millionaire Divas. I did a four-week seminar um, right before the holidays on helping people blast through the anxiety and angst that comes around spending during the holidays mm -hmm. so i gave people that it was just a four-week quickie on some things that you can do to help you get through the holidays without having all that angst around money mm -hmm. because one of the things we know is the more angst you have about money the more angst you have about money right it's a vicious cycle if you're worried about not having enough then you're not going to have enough because you're worried about having enough mm -hmm. and you just keep keep yourself in that cycle. So somehow you have to break it. So I give people a lot of strategies for breaking it. The Millionaire Divas Cruise is coming up in June mm -hmm. and it's June 21st through the 24th. And we're going to cruise just to Ensenada. We have a group mm -hmm. of divas that are coming and Saturday is the day at sea and we're gonna do a day of workshops. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, we're going to be pitching your passion or for individuals who want to, they'll just go into Ensenada and play around but it's going to be an opportunity for people to just spend a whole day immersed on changing their money changing their money mindset changing mm -hmm. their money story so that they can have an awesome and abundant second half of the year so it's in june it's at solstice it's a time for you to just take a deep breath and say, you know, I got this. And you're going to leave with a lot of tools and a lot of different ways to just turn off the negative talk about money and mm -hmm. start turning on the positivity. And the more positivity you have about money around you, the more money you'll have coming to you. It just works hand in hand. Yes, definitely. Now you mentioned that you're able to assist people with their mindset and being able to change their mindset. 
typically, when does a person get to the point where they say, you know what, I have to change my mindset. Let me go see Zamara. You know, usually when they are going around and around and around in circles. So I find that people will get really frustrated Mm -hmm. with not being able to manifest. They're trying and trying and trying to manifest and they're really frustrated with it. Or they'll hear something that resonates with them. I'll put up a quote or something that resonates with them. And mm -hmm. they're like, you know, I really need to do that. Or they'll read something about their money story. Um, one of the activities that I do is I help people rewrite their money story because the mm -hmm. money story, the money story you're living is the money story you're telling yourself. And if you're not happy with your money story, then you need to tell yourself a new story in order to live a new story, right? So all of us are living a money story. A lot of our money story came to us in our childhood and it had a lot to do with our parents and our grandparents and our great grandparents. And so when you look at families and you, and we have things like, you know, the rich get richer, or they mm -hmm. were born rich. Well, how do you change that? Well, there are people who change that, right? They have this trajectory of coming in poverty and all of a sudden they get to riches and they do fine. And then you have people who don't change that and they keep reliving the same, the same generational money story. So mm -hmm. I tell people, if you want to live a new money story, you have to tell yourself a new money story. Mm -hmm. And you have to actually start thinking about it. And I help people think what their current money story is and rewrite their money story. As mm -hmm. a writer, I can help people rewrite their money story. And then I give them a lot of different strategies for instilling a new money story and catching yourself. Like one mm -hmm. of the things we do in Divas is we play a millionaire Divas bingo game. Okay. And a part of part of what makes my curriculum so fun is that I'm an educator and I used to be a kindergarten teacher. And as a kindergarten teacher, you have a lot of different ways that you get kids engaged, right? So I have a lot of ways to, so I don't just tell people, oh, here's a list of limiting beliefs. We mm -hmm. play a bingo game. And when I read something, I tell people, listen to your gut because your gut always talks to you, right? And if I say something and you're like, oh, that's not true. She's crazy then put a little dot there because you know that's one of your limiting beliefs. So if mm -hmm. I say something like rich people are all over heaven, rich people always go to heaven and you're like, ah, they do not. Then that's mm -hmm. a limiting belief of yours. Because if you don't believe that rich people go to heaven, then you're never going to be a rich person because you're going to believe that rich people don't go to heaven. And mm -hmm. if I say, you know, rich people are kind and caring and you say, no, they're not then again, that's one of your limiting beliefs. Because if you don't believe that rich people can be kind and caring, then you're not going to want to be one of those people that are mm -hmm. rich, right? Because we have a lot of these misconceptions about what it means to be a millionaire or to have abundance or to be rich. Um, rich people stay married forever. Rich people never get divorced. So I have all these little things there. And when I say something that that doesn't resonate with you, I have people write it down or put a dot by it because then you can take a deep breath. You're like, oh, those are, those are some of my limiting beliefs that keep abundance from coming to me. And then I have a lot of other exercises I do. And I do some one-on-ones with people to help them get to their exact um, limiting beliefs and some of the things they need to do depending on how deep they go on, on switching those out. And at least being aware of them Mm -hmm. so that you're not constantly um, reinforcing them. 
even if it's something like you have a journal and when you start thinking, oh, I've got too many bills to pay, I don't have enough money, get out of that thought, draw yourself a money tree and put a bunch of money on it and start to chant and just raise your vibe because it's mm -hmm. being in that higher vibration that helps you get to that point where the money is actually flowing to you. That's wonderful. So that's a specific strategy that you can use, writing it down in the journal, drawing that money tree as a verbal reminder or an actual visual reminder of what you want to focus on and not what you don't want to manifest in your life. Now, again, when people come to work with you, Samara, is there a set time frame where you're like, okay, I'm going to work with this person for 30 days. And after 30 days, their mindset is going to be shifted. Or is this one of those programs where six months or you walk in a couple hours with you and my mindset has changed? I, you know, mindset doesn't change that quickly. So I don't say that I can change your mindset in, in, in a session. What I do is I give you a lot of strategies so that you can work on your, and it might take some people a year, Mm -hmm. It might take some people six months. When I do your money story, it's usually a one to two hour session where, mm -hmm. I, where, I, where I, I understand your current money story of a questionnaire you fill out. I understand mm -hmm. your current money story and then I help you instill a new money story and then mm -hmm. I give it to you and I give you some strategies and you practice those. If you mm -hmm. want to call me because you're getting stuck or something, you can do that. But a lot of the work is internal, right? And you need mm -hmm. to do it yourself. So I give you a lot of the strategies to do it. Millionaire Divas is a six week program. The one that I'm going to be doing on a crew on the cruise is a slightly condensed version of that because it's going to be one full day mm -hmm. and then a second day where you're pitching your passion mm -hmm. and looking at what is it that's that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. I also think that it's easiest and not everybody agrees with this, but I'll say it's easiest to call money to you when you're following your passion. Mm -hmm. People who are doing something just for the money, but they don't really care about it, and it's not something they're passionate about, have a much harder time, mm -hmm. I think, getting to that money. Um, mm -hmm. But not all people will agree with that because there's a lot of examples of people who don't follow their passion and they decide to sell widgets or whatever and they make a million dollars. And mm -hmm. that's fine if that's the model that you want to follow. But if you want to be a heart-based entrepreneur, if you want to be somebody who's doing something that you love and want to do and you're not doing something just for the money, because there are ways you can earn, you can do things just for the money. Um, but it's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who are purpose-driven, passionate about what they're doing and want to call money to themselves through that process. So when people are working with you during this process, however long the process um, takes, do you find that the majority of the people are aware of their money story? Or is there some time during this process where it's like, oh my God, I, now I understand. It's really because my father said money doesn't grow on trees and I believe that and now I can change that. Or do you find that people have no, you know, have no idea? I have, it depends on how much work they've already done. So mm -hmm. people who have been working with the law of attraction and working with manifesting have usually read some things about limiting beliefs mm -hmm. and understand that there are limiting beliefs that you have to break through. They mm -hmm. just haven't been able to figure out what theirs are or they haven't found any really good strategies for how to 
break through them or they've heard about you have to raise your vibe or you have to be at a certain vibrational level right so some people have have been doing some work and they've heard about those things so they come with a very different perspective than someone who hasn't heard anything and isn't really aware and those are the people that all get those oh my god moments um on stuff like that i had one woman in one of my workshops and we were talking about money and being rich and being wealthy and she has this oh my god moment because we were talking about divorce and she said now i know she's like now I know why I'll never be a millionaire because I don't want to get divorced. And I really believe that all rich people get divorced. She goes, and you cannot change my mind about that. I really believe that all people get divorced. All rich people get divorced. And she knew that that was a problem for her. Uh-huh. And so again, some people have that, oh my God moment, or they get that, oh, okay, I can see. Other people are um, a little bit aware but find that as they start digging, they'll find more and more areas where they have a lot of limiting beliefs around money. Um, especially entrepreneurs who have been working at it for a while and feel like it, they're stuck mm-hmm. and money isn't flowing to them and they're trying to decide, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing? Or people who will ask me things like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it that I'm doing wrong? And I usually say, I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I just think there's some fundamental beliefs you need to break through because mm-hmm. you're limiting yourself in mm-hmm. what you believe you can do. Do you often find that once you've come to the, help them come to the realization of what their limited belief is, that there are many people who just say, okay, and I'm okay with that. Now I'll give you an example. The example you just gave reminded me of an aunt of mine and she's 50 something, never been married, never has any plans on getting married. And I'm like, when are you going to get married? She's like, I'm not going to get married. I'm like, why aren't you going to get married? She says, I don't want anyone to take half of my stuff. And I was like, okay, first of all, you have a house. That's great. And that's wonderful. But she likes to buy clothes. She's a clothes shopper. I'm like, what do you think? You're going to get your jeans in a divorce? You know what I mean? Wouldn't you rather have someone to spend your life with than to sit there and worry about he'll get half my stuff in a divorce? But she's okay with that. So for her, if that's a limited belief, she's okay with that limited belief. Do you find during your sessions that you have people that are, are that way where they you find their belief and they're like, that's just the way it is yes there are there's some people who will finally reach a level of understanding and take a deep breath and say oh okay now i understand and maybe Mm -hmm. this isn't for me maybe i am a nine to fiver maybe Mm -hmm. that maybe i need that security of having a nine to five job and i'm not cut out for this entrepreneurial stuff maybe Mm -hmm. i need to know um that i have that i have a paycheck one of the limiting beliefs that people have about being a millionaire is that it takes a lot of work. Like if, mm-hmm. I've, if I have multi-millions that I have to manage, then I'm going to mm-hmm. spend all my time managing that money. And mm-hmm. so a lot of people will say, I want to get to a certain level, but I don't want to go beyond that mm-hmm. because I don't want to manage all of that. I also find solopreneurs who decide that they think they want to be millionaires, but then I'll say something to them like, You realize that as a solopreneur, working 24-7, you can probably get to about 100,000, maybe 150, 
if you're working yourself and you only need four hours of sleep. Right. One person doing it all. And you're going to have to eventually find someone to help you with your website, someone Mm -hmm. to help you with your social media, someone to help you with, right? Because there's all these things that you need to do. And if you're the only person doing it and you don't farm anything out and you never decide, you know what, I'm going to save some money and I'm going to hire a consultant for this. And I'm going to save a little bit, but you're running around trying to learn it all and do it all. And you're going to be the expert on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And then you're going to add Pinterest as soon as you've got all of those, right? That -hmm. you're just running yourself ragged not necessarily having a lot of fun and you're not going to really break that $500,000 mark. You're going to barely break 150 because mm-hmm. there's just not enough time in the day. And I have some solopreneurs who say, you know what? I'm okay with that. Right. Uh, I'm okay with that. I don't want to have to work with a web designer. And I have other solopreneurs who get that aha moment and say, you know what? That has been my problem. I'm running around trying to do it all. And then the content that I'm passionate about, I don't end up spending a lot of time creating because I'm too busy trying to learn how to do all this other stuff that other people already know how to do when they do it better, right? Um, I don't pretend to be a webmaster. So I don't try to tell somebody what to do on their webpage. I might tell you what looks good and what's appealing, but I'm not going to sit there and help you create your, your right. website. I don't do that. I'll tell people, I have a couple of people that help me do that. And I mm-hmm. can refer you to people who are doing that because they're experts at it. That's not my level of expertise. And so mm-hmm. I do farm things out. I do farm out my postings. I, I spend a lot of my time doing the creative part of my of my passion projects that I really enjoy. And then I work at farming the rest of it out. Yes, but I often find with entrepreneurs that also can be a mindset that we yes. have to do everything our, ourselves. I'm a one-man business. I'm a, one, a mom-and-pop business, you know, one person. And one of the things that I always speak to entrepreneurs and business owners about is that you're supposed to grow the business. You're not supposed to be at a, you know, this is just my business and I'll, it'll be there for 90 years. You know, you want to be able yes. to create, create jobs. You want to create legacies and you want to have that asset that you can actually pass on from generations to generations. Exactly. So if you don't expand, then you're actually doing, you know, at least in my um, humble opinion, more of a disservice because you're not creating anything that can be passed along. Exactly. And you're running yourself ragged, trying to be a jack of all trades. And then after a while, those are the entrepreneurs that say, you know, this isn't very much fun. Right. (laughs) Because you're not having a lot of fun. Because every time there's a new widget or a new gadget, you have to go out and do it. As opposed to people who are actually growing a business, they Mm -hmm. are like something new comes out and you call your people and you say, okay, who knows about this? Who's going to learn about this? And where do we find out more about it? Because it would be a good thing, would be an asset for us, but you're not going to go out and try to be the expert yourself Mm -hmm. on every little thing. So I feel like you, like you need to know enough about each of the platforms. So you know what their strengths are. You need to know about, how a website works so that you can say, this is what I want on mine, but you, you shouldn't stay up until four o'clock in the morning, trying mm-hmm. to add all those things to your own website. That's the kind of thing where you have to save a little bit. And I tell people barter, 
work, you know, work with consultants. You don't have to put somebody on your payroll right away. Mm -hmm. When you tell me that, you know, I don't have money coming in consistently. So you hire somebody as a consultant, mm -hmm. you hire them on a one time basis, you hire mm -hmm. them on a 1099, but you don't make them your employee, where you are, um, where you have to do a, a salary every mm -hmm. single every two weeks or every month. But you basically have people who can help you on mm -hmm. a once needed or you know in, you could get very creative with people and mm -hmm. you order services and and you work on it that way and you help each other out and lift you know the rising tide raises all boats so yeah as you're helping as some as, as you're working on building your business and you're bringing people in that are helping you mm -hmm. they then become people that you refer when somebody else asks you, you know, tell me about somebody who can help me with this on my website or that on my website. So. Now you mentioned limited beliefs and working with your clients across the board. Do you see, what would you say is the number one limiting belief that you find when treating or working with your during your sessions? Around, around money, around money, right. Um, Around money, it's this notion that um, money is a zero-sum game, which is why mm -hmm. I go with money grows on trees. Mm -hmm. uh, so people have this idea that money is finite mm -hmm. and it's a zero-sum game. So if I get mine, somebody else has to give up theirs. Right. And there's not enough to go around for everybody. And mm -hmm. some people have to be poor in order for other people to be rich. And that to me is the number one limiting belief. And it manifests in so many different ways. And it manifests in things like money doesn't grow on trees. So mm -hmm. you have to be careful with your money. It'll be easier for a camel. It's, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to get into heaven. So you don't mm -hmm. want to be that rich man, right? right? It's going to be hard for you to find a path to, to find your spiritual path. Um, mm -hmm. That notion that um, rich people are greedy, rich people mm -hmm. only want for themselves, rich people are takers, and mm -hmm. they take, 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 and never give. Those, to me, are some of the most profound limiting beliefs that we have within our um, culture, mm -hmm. and they start when we're young, and they just keep going. Mm -hmm. um, as we grow older, we intensify those. Mm -hmm and internalize them yes and people will say money is the root of all evil yes. so it's yeah. so many different limiting beliefs that that we have now again if you are just now tuning in we have been speaking with zumara maria discussing gratitude just her new books discussing just so much information we had a couple of questions and comments francis said this is interesting in the chat room if you have any questions have any comments please feel free to place them in the comment section and i'll go ahead and read them to our guests now zamara we are coming down to the last few minutes of the show and what i like to do at the end of every show is just allow my guests to speak directly to the viewers and let them know what you want them to take away from your interview or anything you didn't have an opportunity to share thus far well what i want them to take away is that money grows on trees and if nothing else if you're having trouble with 
your finances, if you're having trouble monetarily, if you do nothing else, remember the mantra, money grows on trees. And when you find yourself in that space of thinking, oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I can't believe this is going to cost me that much. Oh, no, I can't believe I have this repair. Whenever you find yourself going down that negative thought, just mm -hmm. say money grows on trees. I got this. And draw yourself a money tree and watch the abundance come to you. Abraham Hicks talks about our vibrational levels all the time. And you want to vibrate in a positive zone around money as often as you can and then be thankful for everything that you're doing i also want to um, offer a special discount to your guests for our millionaire divas cruise so if anybody is interested send me a personal message and i will give you a special deal right now the registration is four hundred dollars but i started the registration before when we first launched mm -hmm. back in January, it was a two for one. And I let people bring a friend for a hundred dollar registration. And I will offer that to your viewers as well. So if they send me a personal message and said, I was on, I heard you on Ask Sharifa, I want that deal for Millionaire Divas, then I will give them that same deal on Millionaire Divas. And I'll give them a special code so they don't pay the $400 registration fee, but we'll, able, but we'll be able to get the two for registration fee that we had in the, um, at the very beginning of the cruise when we first launched it. That's very generous of you. I'm uh, sure we are grateful, grateful, grateful for that assistance and also have to go on this cruise and learn more at your full one day workshop and just being in your presence. Um, I was over at your house the other day and I was like, oh, wow, look at this view. Everything mm -hmm. around you is just so peaceful and so positive. I almost wanted to move in. So yeah. <laughs> it was, it's a beautiful space. I really love it. Yes, beautiful really? area, beautiful view. Yes. Beautiful view. I spend a lot of time on the beach. I spend mm -hmm. a lot of time on the beach. It's my grounding. Mm -hmm. My grounding, yes. Yes, and you have to be able to just take anything off that you have around you and just go to the beach and just get the air and just yes. allow it to just, hmm, just breathe it. I thought that was wonderful, Zamara. I want to th thank you. Again, let's give your website address before we go ahead and end this interview. My website is zumaramaria.com, Z-U-L-M-A-R-A, maria.com and i am also on facebook under zumara maria and instagram on zumara maria yes i want to thank you for being a guest on today's episode of ash sharifa thank you very much i appreciate it you are so welcome it's been a pleasure I want everyone to definitely check out this interview and all the interviews i have on my website if you're interested in being a guest if you're interested in sponsorship opportunities please visit the website at ashsharifa.com also want to check out our sponsor for this episode fireballapproves.com if you're interested in renting a property vacation rental or if you are renting out property, you definitely want to visit fireballapproves.com and make sure that you are not taken advantage of in a rental scam. So again, that's fireballapproves.com. Until next time, everyone have a wonderful day.
When you're looking to buy or rent a property, you need FireballApproves.com. They protect you against renter fraud and much more. Give us a call today at 904-580-6740 before you shop. If Fireball approves it, then you can rest assured that it's a safe deal. Why go anyplace else? With over 20 years of experience, you bet we've got your back. That's FireballApproves.com. Don't get scammed. Make sure Fireball approves. Agency number A180. 00175. If you want to take your business to the next level, then you need InTheNewsPR.com. It's the perfect PR agency that can increase your business exposure along with your media interest through thoughtful storytelling and strategic media campaigns. That's InTheNewsPR.com. Give us a call at 562-822-0965 and see how we can get your company in the news. From marketing and social media to public relations and interviews, we've got it covered. That's InTheNewsPR.com. Make sure everyone knows your business.